come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And uh, welcome to the Fantastic Cruising podcast. Hope everybody's doing good out there. We are still reeling with excitement from our Mardi Gras cruise. We're going to tell you all about our experiences in San Juan in this episode. Looking forward to it because we had a whole heck of a lot of fun in San Juan. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should point out that the the gentleman who wrote and performs our song is, I think, currently in St. Thomas. Or he's he in come Saint, back? Um, based on the, he's still in St. Thomas. Yeah, I think he posted like a short video. So of today that he was still in St. Thomas. So happy vacation to Tom. Yeah, and thank you for the music. Um, we got a lot of people in the chat tonight, which is really cool. Of course, we don't interact a whole lot during the podcast, but I don't know. I feel like we should. I always say that and then we do a little bit, but I feel like tonight I just want to, you know, like there's, I just, I'm just feeling connected to the people out I, there. I mean, I think we can talk to them tonight. There's probably going to be stuff that we can talk about. Yeah. Chat about. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, speaking of stuff that we want to talk about, uh, don't forget if you are listening to this now or in the future or watching it now or in the future that we do have a Facebook group called the Fantastic Cruising Community that you can find over on Facebook and answer a couple of questions and uh, we'll probably let you in and you'll be able to interact with all these wonderful people that are in the chat as well. Uh, also, don't forget to go over to give us a thumbs up if you're on YouTube Leave some comments if you're after the fact, if you're chatting now, obviously you're leaving comments. And if you do listen to us as an audio podcast. I'm going to go back to YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to the channel. <laughs> and uh, we and and also go to iTunes. If you use Apple Podcasts, not iTunes, then leave us a rating there. You can leave it on other applications for podcasts, but I don't know that we will ever see them because it's hard to find any ratings. If anybody knows how I can see ratings on other podcast applications, or if you see one, please let us know. Cause I would be, we love the feedback. So um, yeah. And, uh, and let's see, we've got a lot of videos coming out right now because we have actually been doing something that we have been really bad at with fantastic studios. And that is releasing vlogs. We've been releasing a mess of vlogs. Lately. Yes. And we've got more to come. We got more. Yeah. I mean, we, we released part one of our San Juan experience, which is the majority of San Juan, to be fair. We've got a little bit more from San Juan, then we'll be back on the ship. But then we've got still have Dominican Republic. We've still got a little bit more on the ship. We've still got Nassau, and that one is going to be really fun. And uh, and then we've got more cruises coming up. In 22 days from the night that we are recording this, which is Friday, August 27th, 2021, if you're way in the future. And if you are way in the future and you've forgotten what a crap show this last year and a half has been, then, you know, then you must have good for you. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to do my little ad here. 
Um, so we do have our first official group cruise booked for February 19th of 2023 on the Carnival Pride. It goes to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel. And if you are interested in joining us for that, you can send us an email at fantastictravel at gmail.com. And I would love to get you booked on that because we don't have enough people going yet and we want you. <laughs> we are starting to get a lot of inquiries though. And so it's looking like it's going to be a pretty cool adventure and it's on the pride, which I will say we've got Dave and Brandy um, from Dave and Brandy's excursions here in the chat right now. And they are good friends of ours. And that is their favorite ship. They got, they got married on the ship. They were in one of our early audio only episodes of the yeah. podcast. We'll get, we're going to have to get them back on once they get off the Mardi Gras, which they're getting ready to get on the Mardi Gras like soon, very, yeah. very, very soon. And also um, pair DJ D and J who we also had on the podcast in the audio version. We need to get them back on also their favorite ship. So, I mean, that is high accolades from those creators that that is their favorite ship, but that's the ship that we are going to sail on out of Tampa, which means that you're on our home turf. So if you get here a little early, stay a little late, we're going to try and plan some activities for the, the pre-cruise or maybe the post-cruise and do you some know, of the things that we love to do around here. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot. We got a lot. Food, adventure, creatures. We got it all. So, uh, so definitely if you are interested in that, let us know, send us an email and we have had the pleasure, the honor of guesting, 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 guest appearing, appearing. There's a better word for that. A better term. Guest starring. Guest, star, I, guest I, I guess, hosting. Guest, not hosting. No, guest. We've made guest, a guest appearance. appearance. But we're, you're not seeing us. That's true. Guest here, I don't know. We're, we're basically we've been we've been guests on two podcasts uh, that will be coming out. I believe both of them should come out one Sunday, one Monday. Yes, that is the yeah. targeted date. Um, the first one that we did was our very good friend Tony Dials, who has started the Common Room Talk. Just I'm, just so, Common Room Talk. Com just Common Room Not Talk. Not just. Common room talk. <laughs> it is a it is not a cruising podcast, although we do talk a little cruising when we're on there, Love of course, because it were us. But it is a Harry Potter podcast. And uh if even if you don't like Harry Potter, I don't know why you don't like Harry Potter, but even if you don't like Harry Potter, um, you want to listen to Tony because he's just got that. He's got like a soothing He's voice. very easy to listen to. My mom was like, I love listening to Tony talk. So, you know. There's high accolades too. And then the other podcast that we will be on, which that's the one that's coming out on Monday. Mm -hmm. That one is called No Cruise Control. It is a fairly new cruising podcast, but it has a an all-star hosting cast there. Our friend JT Milstead, who is pretty active in the fantastic cruising community, and Brian Cause, better known as Mr. Traveler. So uh, if you're familiar with Mr. and Mrs. Traveler, it's him and JT. And it is they've they started, I think, around June. They've got a like a few episodes out, I maybe think they've five. They've got seven episodes. So it, it, I think you're right. I've listened to most of them. It's good stuff. If you like this podcast, you will probably like theirs because it's very conversational, like we try and make ours. And uh, and they're very positive, very upbeat. 
And I've really enjoyed it. There's no cruise creature, but I, I have enjoyed it quite a bit. So that's coming up. We will have links in the fantastic cruising community. We will be pushing those out there so that people have access to them. Tony's is on Apple Podcasts as well as most of the other ones. I don't think no cruise control is on Apple Podcasts. I only say that because I couldn't find it on. That's there. like it's not that. I mean, I am an Apple person, not somewhat, but but uh, be, when it comes to podcasts, Apple Podcasts is like the main thing, and then it yeah, they, feeds it out to everything else. They, but they're on Google for sure. Say, they post Stitcher. their they post their link through iHeartRadio. Yeah, but I know um, he sent a, he put a link today uh, for Stitcher. Oh, did he? If you search, and I I found it through Google. Yeah, if you search "No Cruise Control Podcast," you will find it. And same with Common Room and Tony. Tony actually has a, a Facebook group too. So if you're interested in Harry Potter, listen to the podcast, go join the group. He is such an awesome guy. Uh, also, we're not, we were on Dan's podcast fairly recently. Yeah, a few weeks ago. And, uh, and so look that one up as well. We do have links to that in Fantastic Cruising Community, another fun podcast. And uh, you yeah. Do the name of that one or do you? The, it's, the real Uncty. No, it's Uncty Fiasco. Uncty. This is why I didn't do it, Kimbra. I know. I know. Because that's, my brain frees up. That's why I called like, you out. Because he calls himself the real Uncty, but it's the Uncty Fiasco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, we're at the alchemy bar, right? And we're doing this alchemy test or alchemy class. Mixology. Mixology class. And the guys, like one of the Nicolas, one of the bar Nicola bartenders, we were talking about them <laughs> in the pre-show, uh, was like, uh, "Does anybody like whiskey?" And I was like, "I like whiskey." And he's and he asked me questions about it, and even the small amount of knowledge I had about whiskey whisked out of my brain because I was like, "Good." And so he gave me a lesson on whiskey, and then at the sort of the end of the mixology thing, he came up to give me my diploma. Yes, we got diplomas, and. Uh, and he asked me this one of the questions that he had taught me, and my it just went right out of my brain. And it, yeah. So that's you know that's what happened. And he it's, got his diploma anyway. I did because I deserved it. I mean, we were like four and a half drinks in. Mm -hmm. So all that and stuff is good news, good fun, and uh, lots to look forward to. Is that all the stuff that we needed to cover? Um, I think so. I think that was it. That's, okay. I think that's everything that we I, needed to cover. I just want to point out that I've noticed because of where we're sitting, we're both wearing Halloween fantastic <laughs> cruising shirts. And, and and I'll be I'll be completely honest and say that uh, I'm wearing this because I still haven't caught up on my laundry yet. Well, that's kind of why I'm wearing this because <laughs> all, all, my laundry is clean, but it is piled in a basket and but I it, can't figure it out. So I opened my drawer and this is what was on top. But if you are interested in that, we do have a Teespring link in the description. <laughs> that wasn't part of our in initial commercial, but why not? Uh, and we do have the new Halloween shirt with the with Gilman, the creature from the Black Lagoon, crawling out of the uh, there. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, enough of that. Um, let's get on to our main topic, I guess. Right? You want to talk about Puerto Rico? Let's talk about San Juan, Puerto Rico. If you've if you've never been there, are you okay? Yeah, I can't. Come close to you. Our wheels are touching. I thought we had like some kind of magnet thing going on there and you, I was repelling you. No, the wheels were touching and I couldn't get closer. Don't cross the wheels. 
Anyway, if you've never been to San Juan, Puerto Rico, uh, the place that the only place I know of that cruise ships ever dock, I think it's the only place, is right in Old San Juan, which is kind of a little island off of the big island that is San Juan, Puerto Rico, and um, it's a it's a very old historical area, and you're right there, and it's a great place to walk around. So it's you can do excursions. I've done a trip to um, El Yunque, the rainforest. And there are some excursions you can do that will take you out and away from old San Juan. But as far as ports go, where it's fun to just get off the ship and walk around, San Juan has got to be in the top three that I know of in the Caribbean. Um, and it's probably the number one. Honestly, for most people, I would suspect it's number one. There are some other ones that are fun, though, as well. But um, but yeah, so Old San Juan, it's got, like I said, lots of history. And when you walk through that area, it's apparent because the streets are very narrow. You can tell that this is, this is a, a city that was built hundreds of years ago and has been expanded on since that's, that's the name Old San Juan and not like kind of Old San Juan or not that new San Juan or recent, Mo recent modern new, San Juan. Right, right, right. Today so, San Juan. Today, yes. It is a very scenic area um, and, and it has a lot to offer. So what did we do in, in old San Juan? Well, so it was my first time in San Juan. And of course, the, the one thing that I see every time I look up San Juan, Puerto Rico is Umbrella Street. Oh, yes. So... My goal was to go see Umbrella Street. So that is where we headed after we got Adam a belt. <laughs> yes, Adam forgot his belt. So um, he managed to get through the first few days, but his pants kept falling down. It's very embarrassing. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. But uh, but he did need a belt because, you know, he did have some pants he wanted Which to wear. Which was fine because we were able to get a cola drink. Cola champagne. That... And it tasted like like bubblegum mixed with Coke. It, it was it was really sweet, but it was really good. It worked. It worked really well. Not something I want to drink all the time, but good for where. No, we, it was it was perfect yeah. for that for that area. Yeah. And I think I've seen that around here. I, I feel like we got that in Grand Cayman. I feel like I've seen it at Publix, maybe yeah. in like the like the Latin section or uh, something. Maybe. But um, definitely in like Cuban restaurants or something. I, I I've seen it somewhere, yeah. somewhere Latin Anyways. market something. So anyways. Yeah, so we went to Umbrella Street because I'm like, I've got to see these umbrellas. And that was actually a little disappointing. Um, yeah, I'm putting a picture up if you're if you're watching. So they they didn't If you're have... watching, you knew that, though. I don't know why I said that. If you're <laughs> listening, I'm putting a picture up. Go to YouTube and check it out. And you'll see there is a street that normally has umbrellas. And there's no so actual umbrellas the there. The Olympics has obviously just um, finished. So instead of umbrellas, they had this this tribute or whatever to the Olympics, which, I mean, okay, but I wanted the umbrellas. There's a lot of streets. Couldn't they do that on another street? Right. You know, or couldn't they yeah. do it with umbrellas? Why not get Olympic umbrellas? Like, it seems like you've already got the circle shape. You know, it just seems like it would just go right along there. But, but yeah, it, it was still pretty. But I mean, it just means we have to go back. Yes. There you go. It was... As if we needed more incentive. Right. That was it. It was like, well, I, now we have to come I back. do have to say, after, like I said, this was my first time to... Wait a minute. Did that rain on your parade? <laughs> sorry. It's the Buffalo Trace. I'm sorry. 
Um, this was my first time in San Juan, and this was the port that I was most excited for. And after visiting this port, which you'll hear all about it, I cannot wait to go back. I am like, and I want to do exactly what we did again. Yes. I want to do it again. It was wonderful. Um, and it's probably like top on my list of, not top, top, but in the top few of my favorite ports. Well, especially for terrestrial adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah. So obviously, Kimber and I are, are of the underwater um, nature, of the underwater ilk. And so uh, not to be confused with silkies, which is a, anyway. Um, but yeah, so as far as like the land stuff, especially not purely nature driven land stuff, but there is a lot of nature there. Yeah, this is, it's got everything, everything you could want. Like there's something for everybody. It's like cruising in a city because it's got every, it's got something for everyone. So, um, so our goals when we got there, our goals personally, hers was to see the umbrella street, which we failed at, but it wasn't our fault. And mine was to get a pina colada from a place called Barachinos. Barachinas. Barachinas, which is a place that claims that they invented the pina colada, but there is a hotel that claims that they invented the pina colada. So there's a big, you know, to do about that. I don't really care because Barachinas has a really good pina colada. I, someday I'll try it. The other one's like a Hilton. Um, I'll try theirs if I get around, but it, it's not as easy to walk to, I don't think. So that was my goal. Right now, yeah. Adam. Adam who, wanted to go see the fort. Yeah. So now Adam used to be a cruise director. He's worked on cruise ships. He's been to San Juan a lot. So he's like, I know San Juan. You guys want to see this fort. Um, Kimbrough's like, history. Oh, joy. And I was like, oh, history. And he's like, no, no, it's history, but it's also very, very, very scenic. So, so Kimbrough's like, okay, scenic. So we did that. So we were like, Adam, lead the way. And, and the cool thing is most cell phone providers, if you're in San Juan, you can use your cell service because it is part of the United States. Uh, that is not the case in like Dominican Republic, I don't think, but, uh, or I don't know if it is in St. Thomas, but it is in uh, San Juan, but check with your individual provider and, and whatnot. But anyway, so he's going to lead us to the fort. Yes. And so he puts it in his GPS and we start going. Now we had already walked around. We got off the ship. We got into San Juan at 7.30. We got off the ship almost immediately. And of course we started walking around and nothing was open, but we walked around quite a bit because we needed to find that belt for Adam. Yeah. So we had walked around a bit. So he he put it, he put the fort into his GPS and we were going, going, going. And he's like, okay, it's this way. And we found a trail that takes us that way. And We'll tell you about the trail, but as we're walking along this trail, he's like, this is not the same way that I normally go, but that's fine. So we just kept, keep on going and stuff. So this was kind of a by mistake route. I think so. Yeah. Cause I, I, so. I don't think this is the way that he thought it was taking him because he'd never been this way before. Well, yeah, I don't know if he'd been on that trail or not. Right. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That was, that was kind of the mistake. I'm but kind I think of surprised thinking of it that he needed a belt. As much food as I ate, I think I didn't need a belt. At well, I actually, this is the shirt that I wore like a couple episodes before we left. And I put it on and I'm really glad that you can only see from here up because <laughs> there's a lot going on down here. <laughs> we ate a lot of food. If you've watched our vlogs, you know that because the first three vlogs were just like, 
Oh, look, they're eating here. Oh, look, they're eating there. Oh, look, they're eating here. I ate, I ate like a cruise rookie, like a cruise version. I was like, oh, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to sidetrack us like that, but um, so yeah, anyway, we had watched uh, D&J's video of San Juan and I saw this area, which was like heaven for cats, not, let me rephrase that because that sounds yeah, like, that was a little bad. That sounds dark. Uh, what I mean is, is it, how about a cat haven? A cat haven, yes. So Use that word, yes, yes. So they have this area where they take stray cats and they neuter them or spay them. They clip the ear and um, they give them food and everything. So it's kind of like this little like sanctuary for cats, and there were cats everywhere. I'm like that's. I thought that was cool because I'm, you know, I'm a fan of the of the feline, and it turns out that the trail that we went on was part of this El Gato area. Gato is cat in Spanish, and it's save, a, save a gato. Yeah, save a gato. It's got the little clipped ear in the logo. It's very, it's very adorable. I want a shirt. Anyway, um, can you get a shirt? I don't know. I don't know. Don't look that up now. Oh, we're, we're doing we're podcasting. a podcast. Got really? It. Anyway. <laughs> So we get to this trail and it's basically, it's a, it's a nice paved trail. It's a little curvy, but it's pretty flat and it runs right along the water. So on your left is the beautiful water. And on your right, as soon as you get into it is like the city wall, which is this really tall wall that goes all the way around most of old San Juan, but then really leads you right to the fort. The fort. So it's so it's super scenic right away, even at the bottom. Like it's just gorgeous, beautiful uh area that you can that you can see, but it just keeps getting better, right? So um this is one of those times that I'm trying to not talk so you can talk. Oh, I thought you were gonna bring up a picture. <laughs> I don't have a picture that's relevant yeah, I know. right now. I was just getting them ready. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, so we're walking, and we see some cats. And Matt Matt took his fancy camera because he wanted to take fancy pictures, and I didn't take my fancy camera because I didn't want to carry it. So, if you want to see some of those fancy pictures, they are on the Fantastic Cruising Community. Also, they are some some of them are at the end of the video we put out today. Are all of question? Are all of those pictures that you put at the end of the video yours, or were any of those off of my phone? Like, there's one that um, I'm just curious. There might have been some from your phone because the camera that that I took is more of a telephoto kind of a thing. So if there's a big scenery area, and I think there's like that might have been from your phone. I was just curious. Yeah, that was just for my own knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't credit them though or anything like that. So there's no well, like credit to the photographer. I, I need my money back then. Okay, I'll give you hundred percent back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. So yeah, cats and we're walking along and Matt's like doing his vlogging. He saw some spiders and stuff or whatever. And I didn't those are in the video, but they're not I didn't bring any with me because I didn't want to get in trouble. Why would you have brought them with you? Because they're beautiful. They're you mean called... like like brought them home with you? Not the spiders, the pictures for this on, on the podcast. <laughs> I thought you meant you were bringing I don't, think, the I don't think they would have let me through customs with a, <gasps> with a spider. Well, it's like, if you're going to bring something home, bring one of the cats. Why would you grab a spider? 
They're called silver argiopes. Um, if you want to know what they look like, they're and or just watch the video. They're really if you if you're not like Kimbra with spiders, they're really beautiful orb weaver spiders. Big and uh beautiful. Terrifying. They're beautiful. everywhere. They're they harmless. Are. They are harmless. Mm. Anyways, so yeah, we're looking at cats, we're looking at he's looking at spiders, we're checking out the scenery. What are you laughing at? You. Me. Okay. And uh, I think you were taking some pictures of a cat, of some cats or something. And I saw an iguana. Mm -hmm. And that's when the real excitement kicked in. Yeah, because we had seen some pigeons. That was okay. We saw an, an anole, which was, you know, small lizard. We see them all the time here. The cats were really cool. But then, yeah, but, you, but saw that, cats. you saw that iguana, which... I think is invasive to Puerto Rico, but they were a lot of them, which probably means they're definitely invasive to Puerto Rico, but, but we still like them. And the, and it was a big old iguana with the weirdest eyes. If you saw, I did a drawing, like why did one digital painting on the ship? And, um, and it was inspired by this iguana. Cause this is that the first one we saw? It was the first one we saw. It okay. had the, it had the most human looking, well, it was, Kind of human-looking eyes, almost like doll eyes, though. Like you could see the white of the eye, and the thing was like looking back at us. It's freaky. Okay? It's, it's, it's funny. It's like, why are you looking at me? It looks like somebody painted it for a children's book, and they were just they were just getting it a little too human. But this, but it wasn't. It was an actual. You know what's funny iguana. is there was there was another iguana that you took a picture of that was doing the same eye thing. Yeah, I saw. I know. So, wasn't quite as creepy and cute as the first one, but it no, was. But, it but was, there was a second one doing. But all, but none of the other ones were like that, right? So maybe they were related. Maybe they had a, maybe. an eye thing. They're the freaky eye iguana family. I mean, they're probably all genetically close because they're invasive on the island, but. Right. Um, so, so then we're taking pictures of iguanas and stuff, and um, and that's exciting. And then we see another lizard, and it is one that I've never seen before. I, I don't think I don't know if I've ever seen the species at all. I, I I guessed what it was, generally speaking, which is an amoeba, and I was right. Um, so, you know, my herpetology street cred street cred is intact, but but. Uh, but it, it's a it's a native lizard to San Juan and a really cool lizard and um, it is also a cruise creature. Let's oh, just go. We're right gonna jump in. Yeah, oh, we're so early. For boom! This. Cruise creature already. Like twenty minutes in or twenty seven minutes in. So um, if you are watching, obviously you can see it. But if you're not, we put one up here. A photograph of it. This is the what's it's sometimes it's called the San Juan ground lizard. Uh, it's also called the San Juan amoeba. Its scientific name is the genus is amoeba. You don't care about that, but anyway, uh, they they can I, are, can I tell my favorite fact about it? Yes, it's a tere. You gonna explain that? Yeah, so that's <laughs> my favorite thing because our lizard Luna is also a tere, which is a family. So Iguanidae, Geckoidae, Teidae, Varanidae, which are monitors. So these are the Tegus, the Whiptails, and the Amoebas, um, and it's in that group. And this this lizard really looks like a little stretched out Tegu. Go back to where you could see its tail. 
that's I mean, a that's a tegu that's tail, a tegu and tail. the spots on the hind legs, like it's like a little mini Luna. Luna, and and uh, and really, these guys can get, I guess, up to thirty three inches, but that's mostly tail because we saw a few of these, and they were all about this size. Yeah, so and and, they were... and I think the largest ones, which the males get bigger than the females, have a snout vent length, which is a common way of of measuring reptiles, which is you know, their tip of their snout to their privates, and it's like. I think nine inches was like the max. So that 33 inches and nine of that is just body. So that's a lot of tail. I mean, that's kind of how Luna is. It, she is. That's, she's a, she's got a lot of tail. She does have a lot of tail, but um, and really weird pupils on these lizards too. They're kind of like shaped like a, like a peanut or something like that. I did not think you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and suddenly the ratings changed on the podcast. <laughs> But uh, I don't know what the I don't know what the adaptive advantage of that is. I, I haven't had a chance to find that data I feel yet. Like I've seen information. This, an octopus have eyes like that. Yeah, but octopus cephalopod eyes are they are totally different. Like okay. human eyes and really chordate eyes, which are mammals and reptiles and birds. Our eyes are like they don't make a lot of sense. Like they they just went through a lot of changes that would not have been the be the best easy way. If you were just making an eye, this is not how you would make an eye. Okay. It's, it's backwards and twisted and stuff, but the cephalopod eye is like how you make an eye. It's like done properly. But anyway, um, yeah. So these guys are foragers. They've got the little forked tongue like our tegu and they will eat not just insects. A lot of, a lot of lizards are, especially in this size category, are insectivores almost exclusively, but these guys are not. So they will eat insects, they'll eat other small animals, but they'll also eat some plant material as well. And they are adorable. Look at those little feet, little claws. And they're very skittish for sure. But I mean, tegus are skittish in the wild too. I, I don't know. I've never heard of these. I've heard of me. There are amoebas in the pet trade, but I don't think that they're known for being super like chill or anything. Not that I know of, at least. I could I mean, be wrong. but They ran away from us. It was hard to get mm -hmm. good shots of them. I mean, but they have... The, the fact that this lizard at this size was living in an area with so many cats is pretty much impressive. Like, that is that is like saying something about the survival uh, adaptivity to of this lizard to be yeah. able to survive. And it had its full tail, I think. Yeah. But most the areas least. that we saw those, there were not as many cats. That is true. That is that is true, in fact. So, there were more cats at the beginning of the trail. Yeah, we did the see that there was that one annoy, but and that annoy had like a rough it had a weird tail, looking tail. Which probably because it got beat up by cats all the time, so would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're they're really cool lizards, and I always love to see native species. I mean uh, I, I know it's not good for the environment to have invasive species in, in areas, but I, I mean, I enjoy seeing these green iguanas and stuff, but I'm always really excited and happy to see um, native species, especially if it's something that I haven't seen. Like one of the reasons I want to go to the ABC islands is to see these. Uh, they're in the same Teide family, but they're much, they're bigger and they're black with blue spots. They're sometimes called blue spotted lizards or whiptail lizards. And, they're cool you know. looking. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so that's our that's our cruise creature right there. Yeah. Boom, done. That was an easy one. If you guys have questions in the chat, though, let me know. If you have any questions, I'll try and answer them about that lizard. But they are 
they're super cool. So, so we, we saw those and then we kind of continued our, um, our journey and we got to the end of this trail and the scenery just kept getting better. We don't have any pictures of that scenery, but watch the vlog because really to see it in all of its glory, I feel like a photograph can do it justice, but a video really captures it better on the whole, but we did get some good pictures. Or just go there and see it in person. Well, that's obviously nothing's better than that, but we had to walk a lot uphill. That was, that's, we had I to go. Mean, not really the a lot of stairs once we got to so the at the end of course was the fort and that's when you had to go uphill yes the trail itself it was yep. not uphill no the trail is very flat until you yes. get to the fort and then it's like almost a 90 degree like you're gonna be out of breath when you get up there is all i'm saying like but it's it's not like i'm sure there's worse stairwells that you would have to climb but it it is an effort so yeah if, if, if you are somebody that struggles with your stairs normally. Then go the other way to get to the fort. Right. So you can go the other way through the city, which may even be the smarter way to go. And then you go down those stairs and then you walk back on the trail. I would do the trail both ways. I would. Yeah. But then, but then there's, there's reasons you want to go into. I know. So yeah. Uh, otherwise I would too. I would just, I would have been happy just to stay on the trail. I know. Because there <laughs> were so many things there and it was just so beautiful. But. but some of my favorite things were actually at the fort. Like, for example? Like, as we were going into the fort. So, the fort was $10 per person mm -hmm. to go in. They were not accepting cash. So, you had to pay with, like, Apple Pay or credit card or something. Um, but as you were going into the fort, the big, the wall, for the fort walls, there we go, um, has, like, little holes in it and stuff. And the iguanas were like stacked on top of each other. That's cool. Poking out of those holes. Oh, that's very cool. Um, and we we have some of those pictures in on the Facebook group and also at the end of the vlog. Yeah. You can so, see that. Cause it it is I'm gonna I'm gonna draw or paint that at some point. I just I, it's really cool. Like I, I want to know what kind of process they have if they've got it organized so that the top one leaves first, because if the bottom one leaves, they're all going down. I guarantee you that they don't. Iguanas are not the smartest lizards, and uh, they—it's just going to be luck of the draw if they go the right way. Otherwise, they're all coming out. But they—but you saw them scale the wall, like they're scaling oh, a yeah. ninety-degree, barely smooth but rock wall. There's like a, a like a gecko up the wall. Yeah, I mean, one of the impressive. pictures that we have um, has like four of the iguanas sticking his head out, and then like another eight that are just kind of like hanging out on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, we have a question. Um, where's the cat area? Um, so the cat area that Matt was initially talking about that Para DJ went to, we never found it, so I don't know. I think it's in the vicinity of where we were. Probably, but the the do you have the name of that trail that we walked? It's Passe. It, the name of the fort is De, is it Demola? Demora. Demoro. Demora, Passa de Moro, I think. It's basically, I think it's the Mora, Mora Pass. Mora being, is part yeah. of the fort name. But basically what you want to do is when you get off of the ship, you want to kind of go to the left. And I would look this up like on Google Map or something first. But you're going to kind of follow the coastline over to the fort. Like literally you can see the ship most of the way looking back. And then... When the ship sails out, if it's or sails in, if it's daylight, 
you can see the fort. You go right by the fort. So it's it's not that hard to find once you figure out where it's at. You just because if you go too far to the left, you'll be in the water. So that kind of straightens yeah. you up a little bit. If you go too far to the right, I don't know what happens. So that's why I say look it up first. But once you get to that spot, uh, it just guides you right through there. And then coming back, I mean, I probably could have navigated it and found my way back to the ship, but it was very beneficial to have um, a map to get back to I mean, the ship. We found our way back. We didn't use. We didn't use the map at no. all? I thought Adam was looking no. at the well, GPS. No, because we found a street that had a name that was familiar. There and then go. I looked down a street and I said, that's where Umbrella Street is. And we headed towards and that. You, and you know you're looking towards a cruise ship. I mean, there's people yeah. there. People there are very, very nice, very kind. And so if you're like, hey, I'm trying to get back to the cruise port, they're going to po point you in the right direction. So Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry about that. All right. So the fort. Um, is it worth $10? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say definitely. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, we went up to the top of the fort. Yep. And, and let me just say, too, like, if you're hemming and hawing about 10 bucks, keep in mind that when you pay $10 to something like that, it is a um, – oh, my thing just went away. It is it is a, a national park, and it's United States National Park. Your money is going to help support that park. So not only is 10 bucks worth it, in our opinion, but it's also going to a good cause. It's kind of like I feel that way if I go to a really reputable zoo – or something like that. Uh, I'm probably going to pop in there for a second. Um, and I'm like, I don't mind spending this extra money at the gift shop or the concession stand because I know that it's going to help support this organization. So that I say definitely worth 10 bucks. Um, but like Kimber said, right now with COVID, they are not accepting cash. So just be prepared for that. But that $10 they said does get you into both forts. We only did the one. I, I don't, I don't know where the other one is because we didn't go there. Yeah, we didn't get I'm that sure far. somebody knows where it is. You'd have to do cabs and stuff, I think, yeah. to do that. Um, also, Adam says on the way back, we didn't use a map. Kimbra got us back. There you go. So you just all you need is a Kimbra. You don't need a map. You don't need GPS. You just And need I a know a Kimbra who you, would love to go to San Juan with you. Yes, but if you take her, you have to take me too because we're a package deal. So. <laughs> Dan said, can we afford it? <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Well, well played, sir. Well played. So you go into the fort. There's some inside areas with signs and information. This fort was basically built, I think, I want to say like, I want to say it was like early 16th century, like 1500s, but definitely by the 1600s. I think, I feel like 1690 is when it was completed. I don't know why that number is stuck in my head. Yeah. And it's, it remained, I tried to do a little bit of research on it today and it remained a fort that was somewhat used until I think 1960, but it was the last time it actually withstood several attacks some of them from the United States during the Spanish-American War around the turn of the last century. Uh, but uh, And that was actually the last time I think it was attacked. It was like 1880-something, whenever the Spanish-American War was. But um, so really cool. Like if we would have had more time and it was really hot, I would have liked to have explored the historical aspect of it a little bit more. But uh, we knew we had a lot to cover, a lot to do. So we kind of brushed past that part a little bit, got to see it some but then you go up on the top of the fort. Anywhere you look out the windows, it's just beautiful. You go on the top of the fort and you get 
quite the view. So I'm going to put on the YouTube here. The YouTube? Oh, this is on YouTube. Yeah. You're for, right. Yes. That's what this is called. I'm going to, I'm going to put <laughs> our, our view. Well, it's not really our view so much. It's just you hanging out with this friend that you made, which, cause the iguanas are up there too. And the ones on the top were like bright green. Yeah. Like bright green. And so, uh, but yeah, you'll see a better view. I thought I did one with the view, but I don't really have one with a gr great view, but it's just gorgeous. One part of it looks over San Juan. There's just a lot of beautiful painted buildings and there's an old cemetery, which is really beautiful. And the other side looks over the water and there's a little bit of, of island structure and stuff. And then of course you've got these, these iguanas that are just hanging out. Look at that. I mean, it's like they color coordinated. They're green with that sort of orangey brick color <laughs> this this iguana was like awesome he was just sitting there and let me just sit right next to him as you can see yeah what was he telling you there it looks like he's telling you something i'm not sure what he was what he, he was told saying, me but... that it was not gonna get any cooler and i still had to walk back <laughs> and and so we did so we still had what i wanted to do which was go to Barachina's. And, uh, of course, you know, like she said, when we got there, it was 730 in the morning. So everything was closed, not because of COVID, but because it was 730 in the morning. And so we were kind of like, you know, is this port open or not open? There's definitely some stuff that's closed, but I think this port is in better shape than a lot of other ports from what I've seen and, and heard about as far as what is and is not open. Um, because I think they have more tourism and just a different, a little bit different economy and stuff there. But um, it was too early to get pina colada. So, but by the time we had hiked this whole way, spent all this time looking at cats and lizards and beautiful scenery, and then walked back and found our way to Barachinas, it was, I think it was around lunchtime, maybe. It was 11 because that's what time Barachinas opened. So, and it had just opened. Yeah. And there was a long line. There was like a line to get in to eat. And there was a line to just go get a drink. But of course, because of COVID, you couldn't just walk in. You had to wait for your spot to order your drinks and stuff. It wasn't that bad. It looked like it was going to be a nightmare when we got there. Like it was like the line was coming out the building. And we yeah. were like, oh no. But it was actually it wasn't, it went, it went fine. It was it was fine. But um Kimbra does not like coconut because she's broken that way. So I'm like talking about these pina coladas and I'm like, no, this is not like, you know, you get your pina colada with the mix and it's, it's good, but it's definitely a sugary mix. It's just, it's not the same. The pina coladas at Barachinas are like this magical, fresh coconut pineapple concoction with uh, rum, which is, I don't remember the name of the rum. It's got a Q on it. Um, it's a local rum and they make, make it with that. And uh, it's just different. It's just, it, it tastes like a freshly made drink, even though they have it in these like mixer things made up, but it's, it's not like a pre-mix that you just get well, in most places. You, you filmed him making it. You said he poured the rum bit. in and then he poured in the stuff, right? Yes. Yes. The rum yeah. is added separately, but I mean, even the stuff, it's got a different texture, a different consistency. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't taste like cheap, pre-mixed stuff you know like it's it's not what this is it's they probably i'm sure they mix it there and just put it in these so it's frozen and ready to go 
Right. And but so, yeah. What I was saying was, it wasn't the rum wasn't mixed in with no, it in the no, they, no, they, they poured yeah. the rum in. Yeah, they made it like a yeah, like the the slush was just another ingredient in the drink. Right. They made a bunch of them at the same time. Yes. You know, and you get the little umbrella and the cherries and a pineapple. A pineapple. And so I knew I liked it because I'd had it before, and I I didn't remember exactly if it was that good or I just had a good experience, but it was that good. It was really good. If you like pina coladas, even a little bit, get a pina colada at Barracinas. But if you don't like pina coladas, get a pina colada at (laughs) Barracinas because it is delicious. And it's, it's not good. it's not like coconutty. It's not super coconutty. I yeah, it, the pineapple overpowered the coconut for me, but it wasn't too pineapple either. It was like just the perfect amount of everything it needed to be. Yeah, so it's it's really good. It's really good. And so we did that. We had that drink, and uh, of course, also being like blazing hot, that was just a very refreshing drink to have. And after that. What we went into, we walked around a few shops. Yep, we um, we got some friends. Yep, I think we showed these we did. last week, but we can show right. them again. We got the, of course, the the Koki, which was our, which that was our cruise creature last week. It right? was. I just think he's really cute. And that is, with that is a frog. If messed you're, up eye. If you're behind with that. <laughs> You know what's messed up is I, I I looked at the cookie and then I looked at the chat and the last thing that Adam said is they were yummy, not the cookies, but that's what went into my brain. He's talking about the pina coladas, but, uh, but yeah. So um, you know, there's there's a lot a lot of stores in San Juan, and they range from your standard Caribbean port um, gift shop, generic gift shop, to very unique and. Um, San Juan specific type of stores. What we did not experience on this trip, because we just simply just didn't have the the time or or the endurance for it, was the food. But I can tell you that the food in San Juan is amazing, and there's a lot of it to experience. So that next time we go, um, I I will insist that we get some food there. Like okay. Some, Mofongo or like I was when we went there last time I was there the only well I've been there twice the other time I did the El Yonke but um, we didn't do the fort but we went to a little restaurant and my mom got like a, a steak and I got the mafungo because I had heard all about mafungo and the mafungo was good but the steak my mom got is like a, a real skinny steak with is like kind of salty with oh but it was so good like everybody tried it and everybody had different like puerto rican dishes and everybody was happy with their food but everybody wished they had ordered the steak because it was so good (laughs) it was really good so that was yeah cool that is that all we did well we went and took some pictures there's yeah, a there's did. a really nice sign that says I heart PR. Yes. And we got some good uh, we got some good pictures of the front of the ship. Mm-hmm. Adam says it's called a flank steak. That sounds right. Um, yeah, so it's it's a good place to get photographs or video of of whatever ship you're on. And there's also there's a Walgreens and a CVS. A CVS, like right when you get off the ship. So if you need anything that you would get at one of those places. You can get it there. 
Adam says he got a cigar. Right. I know we were going to go into the one cigar shop and the lady there was kind of like, no drinks in here. And we were like, okay, and we'll find cigars somewhere else for Adam. So, but we did. So he got that, which he enjoyed later on the ship. And we got our postcards, which if, if you are a patron, uh, you'll be getting one of those postcards from um, Puerto Rico probably this month, as well as the, the painting I did of the iguana. Yes. So there is that. I think we need to get those ready this weekend and send them, right? Yes, we're at the end of the month. Yes. So. We're so good about sending these out at the end of the month. What's What's funny is we always, well, we we almost always have them like ready to go, like beginning to mid-month. And then like it's like the 30th or 31st and we're like, we got to get them out. <laughs> we did get out Klaikowski's bourbon though yes i shipped that to him today finally i couldn't find a box but i finally found a box got that packed up so i'm hopefully, hoping hopefully it arrives not broken uh, yes i'm hoping that first of all but I'm, I'm hoping we can uh share a virtual dram of that when he gets it you say dram for bourbon or just other whiskey i think you say dram for any whiskey so anyway um yeah and then that was Puerto Rico, though. It was it was a really good experience. It was a great day. We had so much fun. They do say you have to wear a mask. They do also say that they will fine you $100 if you don't wear a mask. Um, I don't know that they would do that unless you were just being a real jerk about it. Um, when you go into stores, some of the stores had the hand sanitizer. They I think were, every store had the hand sanitizer. They were they were a little bit more specific about wearing the masks in the stores, and maybe you might encounter and say Florida, but um, and, and then as far as like if you're outside away from people, I mean, we walked by a lot of police officers, and we didn't have our masks on all the time. They didn't say anything. We saw people there without masks. Um, as long as you have it with you, so that if you are in a situation where you can't socially distance. You can just throw your mask on. I think you're good. Uh, obviously, you're out in the heat walking and stuff. They're they're not like just looking to give people a hard time. They're just trying to be safe. So um, so that that aspect of it was was pretty good. And yeah, but overall, just a beautiful beautiful area and a great experience. Yes, I liked it a lot. <laughs> and I don't know. We talked a little bit about what we did on the ship last week, but that day is when we got on the ship and we, uh, I think we went to big chicken. Yeah. Again. We did big chicken. Oh, big chicken. Oh, so good. Oh, big chicken. How I wish you were on all the carnival ships. We need to just sail Mardi Gras like every other month so we can eat big chicken. Like, honestly, I loved Mardi Gras. Like we said last week, it's my favorite ship. It's your favorite ship. And I would definitely like to sail it again, but I don't need to sail Mardi Gras. Like I'm happy to go on any ship, but the one thing that makes me want to go on Mardi Gras more than anything else it's is big chicken. <laughs> that big chicken rush. Isn't that horrible? Man, why is food such a it's it's funny because we we had Chick-fil-A last night for no two nights ago. Yeah. For dinner. And we both had our chicken sandwiches and we took a bite and we were like, this is nothing compared to big chicken. And apparently PDQ is is only in Florida and like I think it's in like New Jersey, New York. There's like a South Carolina, North Carolina. So we, we mentioned PDQ in the vlog and then we got comments are like, what's, what's a PDQ? PDQ? So if you're in Florida and you see PDQ, it's it's a decent chicken place. You can get, get the 
chicken sandwich with the breading on it. Their grilled chicken is not very good. Uh, but, I usually get the chicken tenders. Or, or the tenders. Their buffalo blue sauce is really good. Very good. So, um, so yeah, and then we rode Bolt, which I don't know how much we talked about that last week. I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, it was, you know, it was a pretty painless process to to get on there and everything. You you reserve it through the app. Mm -hmm. They yep. make you pay when you reserve it. So you literally just walk up, uh, scan your card, and get on. Yeah, you you are not supposed to have things in your pockets. They have lockers up there. Um, it was fun. It was quick. It was expensive, but you know. Do it if you're on the if you're on the Mardi Gras. Do it once, and then decide if you want to do it again. Uh, the Down Under Cruisers, if you are watching this right now live, they're going live in eight minutes, so they're checking out. We'll probably go and say hi to them for a few minutes after this. But um, yeah, anything else? We we went to the barbecue place that night, so watch the vlog. We got another vlog coming out, hopefully in the next couple of days, that will cover um, Barachinas because our current vlog is just the fort experience, and it'll cover our second big chicken experience and it'll cover our um, barbecue experience and bolt. a little bit both. Well, a little bit of bolt. We didn't get a lot of footage of bolt, but it'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and then it'll cover our, um, watching the flying Scotsman. Yes. That was a good do show. A show. So that's coming out. That'll probably be one episode. And then, like I said, we've got Dominican Republic and several more episodes coming up. So, yeah. Anything else we need to touch upon? I oh, I know one thing. Oh, you got something? Yeah, we forgot. Oh. We forgot to show this last week. We did a video on it, but this is the inaugural book that I guess I don't know how long they're giving this out. Dave and Brandy will have to let us know if you get one of these. I hope you do because it's pretty cool. We did kind of a flip through video of it. Um, yeah, it was free, or we stole it. I think it was free. I think it's meant to be complimentary. He, he gave it to me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he put it in my hand and said, here's your book. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think he said, here's your book, but. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a hardbound, you know, book with nice pages. It smells wonderful. It smells like a new book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reminds me. Remember these things? Books? Remember when we used to use books? Hey, speaking of books, I finished the first Harry Potter book today and started the second one. I know none of you care, but I'm telling you anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, but, but I said that because like I read the actual book. Oh, well, I, gotcha. also, I also read some on Kindle. I mean that. Yes, that did come but, up a little bit in the, the common room or common room talk. Yeah. With Tony Dials. Right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, and end this podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys <laughs> watching live. Reno apparently is ready for it to end because he just barked. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to Head for the horizon. Almost. 22 days. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. back so you should have saved that harry potter thing for now after the credits. oh shoot oh, okay. you want me to do it again no
No, I don't want you to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you got? I got the bottom of my glass. Yeah, I just I finished mine up too. I, I do like Buffalo Trace. Is that what you had? Yeah. Would you buy it again? Mm. Do you like that Absolutely. or a uh, bullet? I like them both. You you can't like them both. You have to make a decision. I mean, it's like it's like Coke and Dr Pepper. Coke and Dr. Pepper. Those are mm -hmm. two different things. I know. So is so are those two different bourbons. Okay. They're, they're both similar but different. <laughs> the dog is broken. I don't understand. <laughs> um, let's see if we got any questions here in the chat because I see one from Dan. It says, we're not really steak people. Doesn't interest us. Are there Italian places? So, Dan, listen. Depending on which ship you're on, there are Italian places and um, there is one called Cucina del Capitano, which is, well, if you're on Carnival, that's the one you're going to find. And uh, it's not its not on every ship, but it's on a lot of the ships. I am not a fan of pasta. I don't, I don't like pasta with very few exceptions. So um, usually I'm like Italian, eh. But there's usually stuff at Italian restaurants I like. Cucina del Capitano is very good. And... Kimber, you had the pasta there? I had chicken parmesan. So she can attest for that. Is Which it is good? not pasta. Oh, oh, that's right. It's chicken, it's chicken. With, with marinara and stuff. I've heard the pasta is good. Just we can't tell you that it is. But I had the, the what is it? The pork belly? Pork? No, it's spare a, ribs? Spare ribs. Spare ribs. And that was very good. The um, Everything there was really good. And I've eaten there twice and both times were delightfully pleasant. You can go there for lunch and it's included and you can get just pasta and you can kind of add your stuff. Maybe we need to do that on the horizon. You could do that and I could just get guys or something and yeah. go with you guys. Yeah, because I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's that, do that. That works because you just go up and sit down. Like I've, I've actually done that before. Like just brought my own food with me because I there's nothing for me at lunch. But you could do that and... Um, yeah, and, and I've heard that that's really good. My mom, I don't know if she's still in here. She's had it. Uh, maybe somebody else in the chat has had the pasta there. Uh, but it's supposed to be really good. But I can tell you all the other food is really good. Normally, it's an upcharge of, I want to say, 15 bucks per person. But you get a lot of food for 15 bucks. Uh, and then you will find Italian food here and there at, like, the buffet and stuff included. But if you want good Italian food... That's how you get it. Also, in the main dining room, I'm sure there are, are occasionally Italian. There's some pasta dishes once stuff. in a while. Yeah, there's there's different things on there like that. And if you go to the if you are, I know you're not a steak person per se, but there are other things at the steakhouse besides steak, which I'm sure are amazing. Um, I know there's lamb, but there's probably other things that are not as like big slab of meat kind of th things. I just haven't looked at those. Hi, Reno. He's like, we take him out to go to the bathroom. We give him food. We try and meet all of his needs. All, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is all the way up at the top for this dog before we start the podcast. But uh, yet he always has to start disrupting it at some point. It was dog day yesterday. You don't get the same... Do you smell bourbon? He's a bourbon dog. He's a whiskey dog. He does. He always, always sniffs your glass when you have that. 
Look at him. He's like, give me some of that bourbon. You want to sniff, sniff my glass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't drink it. You can just smell it. All you can do is smell it. You can only smell it. 